Hey, this is Mike C. of The Natural Man Podcast. I gotta get this out of the way right off the top. The Natural Man Podcast is intended as general information for educational purposes only and should not be constituted as medical advice or diagnosis of any kind or as a substitute for medical treatment. The information provided in this podcast is not meant to replace the advice of or treatment by any physician. Do not rely upon any information to replace consultations or advice received by qualified health professionals regarding your own specific situation. If you suspect that you have a medical problem, you are urged to seek competent medical help. The Natural Man Podcast and its representatives and agents disclaim any liability for any negative or other medical or other outcomes that may occur as a result of acting on or not acting on any information contained in the podcast. The views and opinions expressed by the host and all guests are their own, and their appearance on this podcast and at the website of The Natural Man Podcast does not imply an endorsement of them or any entity they represent, and does not necessarily reflect the views and opinions of the natural man podcast that's it here we go natural living in a not so natural world this is the natural man podcast welcome to the natural man podcast my name is mike c thanks for joining us for another episode uh we're really happy to have you guys with us uh this is a podcast that is an exploration into health wellness and discovering new ways to improve one's vitality. And today we have a very special guest, and he's a guru of all things health. He's a pretty fascinating guy, and I've, I've had a lot of conversations with him in the past. He is the certified health nut, Troy Casey. Troy, thanks for joining us today, man. Thanks for having me on, Mike. I really appreciate the work that you're doing. Cool. No, we're uh, we're thrilled that you were uh, able to join us today. And um, you have a pretty compelling story. And uh, I want to just sort of start from the beginning of of what I've seen in your bio that you were once a Versace model. Is that correct? Yes. Yes. I started my career out in Milan and uh, I was a Versace model, four time Versace model and worked with some of the original uh, supermodels as well. If that's of any great interest, I mean, it was a great experience, but the modeling industry was a, a pretty soulless, weirdo industry to be in, and it took me a little while to figure that out. And and so, you know, take me through this. Like, what happened? Do you uh, you eventually changed careers? Things, the trajectory of your life changed. Um, tell me about that. Why aren't you doing that anymore? Well, Mike, let's see. Um, the thing is, is that my career as a model really helped me get into nutrition. It helped me get into fasting, internal purification, herbal medicine, really started my quest on how my body was functioning because I was in a dysfunctional industry that shamed and guilted you if you weren't, you know, looking perfect that day or whatever. And, and, I don't know if it was on purpose, but it was representative of money, basically. So um, if you're working, and I, I know that this happened also with girls, because girls, they bloat on their period. And when you bloat, you look like you gain 10 pounds overnight, you get pudgy. And I had my own digestive issues. And, you know, the agents were like, honey, you're fat. You know, it's like, it was like, I just went out last night, I, I don't know what I ate or, you know, pizza and beer when I was younger. I didn't know how that affected me. Years later, I realized that uh, 
I was gluten sensitive and so, and sensitive to all these additives in the foods. And so I'm here to tell you that your curse is your gift. There's only two forces that are on the planet, yin and yang, positive, negative, black, white, up, down, masculine, feminine, inhalation, exhalation. And so you're, 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 you're balancing out between the two. And ultimately my curse, my digestive issues set me on my quest for all the natural remedies that I've discovered over, over, over the years. And it took me about 20 years to get my gut online. 20, 25 years, I had constipation. Um, when I was younger, I had asthma. So all the nutrition and the fasting and the thing and the juicing and the things that I learned early on to regulate my own body is what I've been practicing for the past 31 years. So now it's become my gift. I've, I've amassed this information and it's not the information. It's the application of the information. So whatever I've studied resides in my tissues and I teach from that perspective. People want to know scientific proof. Um, you know, I put a quote in my book. It's like, if you're looking for a uh, bias, look in the scientific literature. It's always there. If you're looking for the truth, then look in the mirror. <laughs> yeah. So, so, so that's kind of my philosophy and, and, and your curse is your gift. And, uh, and, and now I help people heal their gut, look and feel better into their old age. Um, I healed myself from uh, black mold exposure and autoimmune disease and uh, chronic fatigue and neurological dysfunction. I'm still working with it and I'm aging too. I'm 55 now. So um, whatever arthritis and weird neurological stuff that I picked up from the autoimmune, I still have to work with that for the rest of my life. And But I realize that everyone has their little aches and pains. And when you can strengthen and stretch the area and keep mobile as much as possible, and then elevate your spiritual consciousness beyond mind over matter, you realize that you're immortal. And you can hold your consciousness as you walk into the next um, what, what do you, dimension, right? So yeah. as you walk into the next dimension, you stay consciousness. You stay conscious as, you, as you're dying or if you're meditating and you're going into an, another dimension or another state of consciousness. And so being as conscious and aware as much as possible and tuning my body up, the older I get, and I used to laugh at Qigong and I was like, eh, what is this stuff? Does it even work? But the older I get, I, the more I, I, I see and the, and the better I get with fasting, I become skin and bones and muscle and fascia and tissue. Like there's no other gunk in, in my way. And so I feel every ligament and tendon. And, and so my objective is to continue to stay mobile while I'm in the third dimension as much as possible, elevating my own consciousness and my own spiritual development as much as possible. So it all goes hand in hand, but my entry point was nutrition. And soon after that, I was a party animal in that industry as well. And uh, soon after that, I sobered up and started practicing meditation and working with Maori healers from New Zealand and drinking ayahuasca in the Amazon and working with an herbal company. And then now I have a family and, and uh, that's my spiritual path really being the best father and the best husband uh, that I can be. And I fall just like the rest of us. And so um, 
that's my philosophy and history kind of rolled into one. Yeah. And so let me let me sort of expand on that nutrition side that you talked about, which is a, a big part of your life. Um, how strict is your diet? Is there room like will you will you grab for those cupcakes or that guilty pleasure or is it like straight up organic? How how is your diet? Well, what I realize now, just like with my alcohol usage, if I if I partake in gluten cupcakes or garbage food, I will get a food hangover. I will get a hangover. And so how much do I want to pay that price to be five days worth of bloated joint pain? I got a little inflammation in my knee this past week, and I've had some injuries living out here in Sedona, riding my bike and stacking on my skateboard. (laughs) And so um, I don't really think it's even the injury. I think there's some inflammation in there. So I get to play with that. And I eat super clean already. I I was off dairy for many years. I have some dairy in in my life. Gluten is a big trigger for me. So I don't mess with that. Um, And then I don't eat food with food additives and crummy oils, (laughs) you know, uh, poofas and the gummy oils, the vegetable oils. that gum up your tissues and give you cholesterol. Remember when they bamboozled humanity saying heart healthy diet, you know, vegetable oils are good for you. And that's what, and, and saturated fat is bad for you. Nothing could be further from the truth. They were just trying to sell you some grains. They were trying to sell you some, some grain oils. So I'm, I am educated. I'm aware and knowledgeable, but remember knowledge applied is power. And ideas like PUFAs and, and, and rancid oils, and they wouldn't have application if I didn't test them out in my own laboratory. So right. if I get a stomach ache, usually I look on the bottle of the salad dressing or something, oh, there's soy in there, or there's, you know, gluten. You know, you got to ask at restaurants, you know, does the gravy have gluten in it? Yes, it does. You know, you have to be able to ask those questions. And so I just, I do my best to avoid the things that are going to inflame in me, inflame me, if that makes sense. It makes absolute sense. And I mean, I think that's a really smart strategy. And I think that's, that would, um, I think that would really curb the health epidemic America sees right now with just poor diet choices if everybody sort of took that role. Um, but people just don't do that. People overindulge and their sweet tooth uh, or salt cravings get the best of them. And, uh, you know, they pay a price for it with disease. And it doesn't, disease doesn't seem to be going anywhere. And let me just say, man, you look fantastic for 55. And um, you know, your life is an inspiration to a lot of us, I think, in the better way to live. Um, but maybe it's a discipline thing. I don't know what it is. Um, you know, but I think what you do really resonates with the health community. And I just applaud, I applaud your, uh, your methods and your modes of how you do that. Well, thank you. Thank you for the acknowledgement. Thanks for recognizing. Look, I'm in the same boat everybody else is. And I'm just trying to stay as healthy as possible for as long as possible that I'm on the planet and elevate my spiritual 
development and love on my kids and love on my wife. And I'm going to need good cognitive function. I'm going to need good digestion to, to, to do that and to function optimally in, in this toxic world, right? So there's toxic compounds that have been scientifically validated for business that we've been pumping into the environment since the industrial revolution. And so this takes a toll on the human body, all these new electrical frequencies. And there's been a lot of studies, the Spanish flu and certain when they re released radio waves, then they released sonar um, and radar. Uh, there was always this kind of viral outbreak. The body can't handle this. I think Steiner and Dr. Thomas Cowan talk about this as well. And this affects the human being. And now we have all these electrical fields and the 5Gs coming on online as well. And these things have an effect on the human body. Nikola Tesla talked about this. These are discordant, uh, disharmonic uh, energies and frequencies. And so, and the thing is, is that we can make things harmonic. That's the news flash, right? So we want to start wrapping our heads around that. It's not just the way it is. Innovation has always existed. Human ingenuity is there. Anything that you see in your space, in your environment that is not nature is made in the idea of man first and foremost. So we can create a sustainable future, easy, with energy that's either free and that travels through and that's harnessed and that, that it's, that it's uh, coherent Right, that's what we want: is coherent frequencies, the pyramid structures of the of the Egypt and the Stonehenge and the and the and the 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 Machu Picchu and the and the other sacred temples. Get that type of electricity around you. I live in Sedona, Arizona. It's the same thing. These are stone Buddhas. These are pyramids that exist all in front of me here in Sedona. And so, when we can get around those frequencies and raise our frequency and vibration, we can create a new world, a new paradigm. And that's actually what's happening. It's not we can, it's actually what's happening. I've been talking about the quantum leap in human consciousness for many years in my lectures. And people were like, oh, what do you mean? Things will never change. We'll always uh, burn oil and fossil fuels and go to war for that. And and the petrodollar and, and, and the fake currencies, these things will always exist. But I say, let's let's hold the vision. What did Steve Jobs do? He wanted a handheld computer in everybody's in everybody's hand. That is is reality right now. He was not an engineer. He was an idea man. The Wright brothers wanted to fly like an eagle. So we start calling forth that which the heart desires. The research that I've done and what human beings desire at the heart level is peace. And if that's the if that's the case, then let's call that forth. The four needs that human beings uh, need are water food, shelter, and fire. Fire can be representative as technology, which we're talking on right now, or the car that you drive, etc. And so, so we want to use that and be able to use systems that are aligned with biomimicry. Biomimicry states life creates conditions conducive for life. And so you've got a spider at room temperature, aqueous solution can build something five times the strength of steel, the spider web, coral reefs. There's many uh, examples of this in nature. <clears throat> and human beings are in a competitive state right now, all under the guise of business. And, and so we're working against each other. And Greg Braden talks about this in his groundbreaking work, Awaken to the Zero Point, um, where organisms, they proliferate when they cooperate. 
And so it's just getting back to nature and building community around air, water, and soil. That's what makes life hospitable. That can be our new religion and our political party or whatever you want to call it. And build systems around that and that aren't divisive. And so to heal that, I've dreamed up the four major solutions that we have um, to take us to the next level. And I ran for president of planet earth in 2020. And of course I won. I don't know if you got the memo or not, <laughs> but, my, but my, uh, my platform and my solutions are free energy, Tesla technology, call it forth zero point technology, cold fusion as the scientists were working with in the eighties. So free energy will subjugate the whole fossil fuel thing and also enlighten people once once we don't have to fight all these global wars for 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 energy and you call that forth using the laws of alchemy like the Wright brothers wanted to fly like an eagle so free energy that's the first major solution these are all hashtags i use gift economy a world beyond money a world based in contributionism or the gift economy brothers and sisters give what there are natural abilities to do. The number one feared thing is is public speaking for a human being. I don't have a problem with that. So that's my unique gift. And so, and some people like to take care of children. Some people like to cook food. Some people like to grow food. Some people don't want to bother. And some people like me will scrub toilets to have the world that we live in. You know, I don't have a problem with scrubbing toilets three, four hours, you know, a week or whatever I have to do to clean the the, the bathroom blocks at my favorite trails or the beaches in Santa Monica, whatever I have to do to build, to work inside that community, I don't have a problem with it. Uh, and so the gift economy, permaculture, food's free. When you drop a seed in the soil, you cultivate, you, you grow the food forests. This is the, all the research has already been done. So food is free. We grow local. Uh, and then the final one is self-care education. When a human being is given an owner's manual and they know how to drink pure water and that you don't in your proverbial spoon, shove it in your mouth and eat gluten or artificial coloring or artificial uh, sweeteners, aspartame, glyphosate laid pesticide laden foods. You stop shoving that in your pie hole because you have a self-care education. You love yourself, self-love education. You get good sleep. You know how the biorhythms of the body work, the Krebs cycle, the mitochondria, and just the basics. You don't have to become a scientist, but just the basics on how to take care of the human body. And here's a new flash as above so below when you take care of your own real estate you start to realize oh well the house needs a little cleaning too let me let me clean cuz uh, the bugs and the and the the dust underneath the bed and the and the and the and the mold growing around the sinks if i don't clean that the mold critters are going to come and and get me so let me keep my local environment clean as well and this is this is how we will change the world and and uh yeah, that's my big yeah. dream. And it's uh no, and I mean it's uh that's one of the the biggest challenges we face, you know, you mentioned the uh all the electrical frequencies that we're dealing with now and um you know, people often forget that the body's electric. You know, ah! the, the the heart works through electricity. And so we you know, there's enough science out there established that I've seen and I'm in agreement with you that um, a lot of our environment now has these unnatural frequencies, whether it's from cell phones or, you know what I mean, from Wi-Fi or, or anything like that, that I think, you know, 20, 30 years from now, we're going to see how that has impacted people's health. I think it's already taking its toll right now. Well, um, here's the thing. Here's the thing, Mike. 
you talk about 20, 30 years, Einstein said you can't solve a problem of the same level of mind that created it. So I say that humanity is all doped up on oil and uh, the petrodollar. And, be, and so they can't solve the problems with the same level of mind that created it. But here's the newsflash. If this uh, global reset that the World Economic Forum has been talking about and or uh, spiritual circles as well, the Great Reset is, is upon us. What they do with the money is right around the corner. They've given us all this stimulus money. What do you think that money did to the, the, the dollars in your pocket? So there was $660 billion in 2006, 2007 in circulation in the history of the Federal Reserve. People don't realize that Bush put a trillion, then Obama put a trillion, and then that went up to four, I think it was $4 trillion in paper, right? So if there was only 660 in existence and now there's $4 trillion, what does that do to the, the money in your pocket or the money in your bank account? It makes it worth less. And so, and then you get the coronavirus stimulus. I think we're up to like $6 trillion in the Fed right now. So that's a inflated system just in the last 10 years. So the collapse is imminent. The collapse is imminent. And we're still trying to solve our problems at that level of dysfunction. Okay, we use these monetary funds for a while now. And if you look at the history of fiat currencies, they don't last more than a couple hundred years. And so and so we need a new money system anyways. The Great Reset is, is coming. And it's not going to look like it does now because we are living in a socialistic world. Capitalism is not real capitalism because there's no intrinsic value on the dollar. There's no gold backing. So and you're you're dealing with uh, collusion, nepotism, corruption. Sweetheart deals, back-end deals, pharmaceutical deals. Hey, we'll pay for this if you vote this law in. And that's that's almost 97% of Congress, right? They're getting that pharmaceutical money. And so people are, are duped into it. Uh, and, and, and that's on the chopping block. And don't believe the hype out of the media because the media is controlled as well. So you as a human beings, I'm calling forth and Kanye West is talking about this as well. And they marginalized him that he's crazy because why? Because he starts having these visionary ideas that are outside the boundaries of the constructs that we're being force fed right now. Your industrial age school system, your media, you can't do you can't wipe your ass unless unless you get a doctor to tell you how to to do it perfectly. How do I know this? Because I teach holistic health on the internet and everybody's like, you got any scientific proof for that? So people are programmed. I say that the biggest thing that human beings are dealing with is a brain virus. That's the problem. The programming from the media and the school system. So sorry, yeah. I went off on a tangent. But- <laughs> it's all good. Um, so I mean, I, I've, I've seen bios on you and um, you know, I, I've seen bits of your routine, just, you know, your, your daily routine and the different things you do. And I think this ties into what you're saying because, um, you know, obviously sort of a global mindset change would be beneficial to humanity, but what, you know, it, it, we have to start with small steps and it's just taking care of ourselves initially. And, um, I know sunlight 
is something that's vilified by the dermatology industry and has been for decades. And I know you spend some time in the sun. Um, you have a different view on that. Talk about that. What What are the benefits of sitting in sunlight? Oh my God, the sun is nutrition. Sun is the first form of nutrition. So get healthy, clean out the body and make sure you got antioxidants so you can absorb the sunlight. There's 1500 elements of the light spectrum. That's nutrition for the body. Take off your sunglasses. You know, I, I started wearing sunglasses because the blue light and the discordant light coming out of these things. Yeah. But take off your sunglasses, get the sun on your body. Eat really good food so that you can take in the sun. The sun is nutrition. It's good food. You know, it's like prepare your body to accept it. But think about it. Indigenous people, they don't have sunglasses. They live in equatorial regions and and they soak up all the sun. You know, they don't have sunscreen. When the sunscreen craze happened in the 90s, I remember my Italian friends, uh, a lot of them moved to Miami and they were always on the beach, always had killer tans. And I go, you got, hey, is the sun, you think the sun is bad for you? They laughed at it. They laughed at it. It's yeah. like the more sun, the better. And, and this was back in the 90s when everything was all about sunscreen. And I saw the contamination when I went to Hawaii and these, these blue pools out there and people's sunscreen. Would, and it would change the ecosystem and kill the, 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 the flies and the and the the bugs that, and it was just bad news all the way around. And so, and then my Italian friends just laughed at it. You know, they got good nutrition. They've got a Mediterranean diet and they, they just hang out on the beach and work on their tan all the time. But Italians are so fabulous, man. <laughs> it's like, you know, and so, uh, yeah. so right then and there, I was like, huh? Yeah, that sounds, that sounds more correct than this bull. Excuse me, friends. <laughs> in, instead of this stuff coming out of the TV. And so, yeah. Yeah. And, uh, and you do earthing as well or grounding. Some people call it. Yeah. They go hand in hand. Yeah. You're Tell part, me about you're that. You're part of the earth. Tell me well, about that. You're an that. electro, you're an electromagnetic being. Your energy is electric. If you have the proper hydration, which also needs miner, mineralization so that you're a conductive so that your cells can give and receive information. That's why you want good vitamins, minerals, and enzymes and, and mineral-rich foods that you're eating. And so uh, we're electric beings. The earth has a negative redux potential. Toxins are positively charged. So it neutralizes toxins right in your body. It gets rid of the inflammation. And so and, and we're directly connected to the magnetism of the earth. Why do you think people have shower moments? Did you do any research in that? No, I didn't. You ever heard of a shower moment? School me on that. Well, genius ideas come out of me every time I'm in the shower because I'm grounded. Okay. I'm grounded to the earth. Yeah, that is exactly where I get brilliant stuff. It's like, I don't want to get out and get my notebook and write this down. <laughs> I'm like, can't I just remember it? And then I forget it. And I'm yeah. like, I got used to writing it like as soon as I get out of the shower because I create a lot of uh, content in art, what I consider art. And so uh, I have a good idea. Ideas are, are a dime a dozen. They're not, they're not good. You have to apply it. You have to test it. And so I write it down and sure enough, I get brilliant stuff coming out of the shower. Let me ask you this. How seriously do you, um, how seriously do you take sleep 
Like there, there's so much controversy over how much people should sleep. I, I've seen Harvard scholars who study this stuff argue that, well, you need eight hours a night. Um, I've seen other Harvard scholars that study this stuff say, no, you know, everybody's different. What's your take on sleep? What's, what's an optimal good night's sleep in your eyes? Well, the research is pretty definitive. People can argue all day long and, and, but we are wired to the celestial realm. And so when we didn't have streetlights, think about it. Sun goes down, it's cold. You get in whatever sleeping arrangement that you're going to do. This is where our biological clock built from hunter-gatherer, you know, all the way up until there was no lights. And so, and so it wasn't until there was lights that we started staying up later. But there's animals, there's predators that are around at night. And so uh, you get the tribe in, you sleep. That's the way we're wired biologically. And so uh, you want to go back to first principles. And that's the way. Now, what you can get away with, that's a different subject. In my 20s, I stayed up 24 hours a day doing Coke and drinking beer and whiskey. And so, listen, you can get away with a lot. People stay up for college and they, you know, doctors in, in, in training, they have to do all this emergency room practice at night. And so, um, so the body can handle uh, military guys, same thing. They'll stay up days on an end. For, for these, for these, you know, missions. And so the body can handle that type of stress, but chronically just look at the people that work night shift. There's all sorts of mental disorders with people that work the graveyard shift. And so my dad worked that and, and he had some big challenges for sure. Um, but body's not meant to, 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 uh, to stay up uh, at night. Doesn't mean you can't get away with it for a period of time, but if you're looking for optimization and longevity, um, and if you want to recover and rejuvenate from injury, don't mess with your sleep. I learned that the hard way myself. Yep. No, I, I'm in full agreement with you, and uh, my path was the same. I didn't take it seriously when I was younger, and uh, I, th I find that the older you get, the more you value it because you start you realize how rejuvenating it is. Um, let me ask you this too, uh, because you're a guy who does his research. What what do you feel is the optimal diet? Is it veganism? Is it uh, omnivore diet? Um, are you are you big on the paleo? What's what's your take on that? I once heard you say that it what you eat is not as important as the quality of what you eat, and that really spoke to me when you said that. It was in an interview I saw somewhere. Um, talk about that. What, what do you think is the optimal diet for human beings? And is it different for different people? Good question. So the optimal diet is whatever's available in the present moment, right? So okay. your body requires vitamins, minerals, and enzymes. You want to make sure that that's as bioavailable as you possibly can. And as close to the digestive tract, the way our biology is built over millions of years. So we used to hunt and gather. What did we hunt? What did we gather? Roots, barks, berries, herbs, greens, stuff like that. Um, and then we hunted big game and ate the organs first, raw, right? And then cooked everything up from there. And so, um, so you want you you want to you want to look at the basis of that and 
And then you want to look at pesticides and herbicides weren't really introduced until industrial age farming um, and what that's done. And low level um, pesticides are designed to take out the endocrine system, the reproductive and the nervous system of pests, whether that's plant or uh, insects. And so what does low level long term exposure uh, do to you? And so lo and behold, just look at our statistics. 70% of the American people are obese or overweight. So the herbicides and the pesticides, they kill off your good bacteria in your gut. That's why people have beer bellies that don't drink beer. So they killed off all the good bacteria, created uh, uh, imbalances inside the gut. And so um, so we want to look at that and how and how our gut microbiome works and is optimized and start putting materials that aren't going to... Uh, create dysfunction inside the gut. And that is herbicide and pesticide free food. So you want clean food. You want to think wild. What did we do before, you know, we, we were even industrial age farming, you know, and having all this processed food available. And so we were eating, you know, above above ground vegetables, roots, barks, berries, whatever we could scavenge and find. And then we were eating animal fats and and organ meats are the most nutritious and then from there, the muscle meats. And so uh, that's the way we used to eat. And we probably ate for function because I'm sure we got better with culinary because there's the Epicurean delights that are on this planet right now are amazing. Uh, but let me tell you, when you're hungry and you need protein, we skinned a deer a couple weeks ago. Somebody hit it with a car and uh, and we ate the the kidneys right away. And uh, it was a powerful experience. Was, and the dogs were all on it. The dogs were drinking the blood and, you know, it was <laughs> chewing the bones. They annihilated the bones. And so, you know, when you're hungry, anything that moves has protein. And so you want to be thinking in that terms. Now, Yogananda and Steiner said when the time is right, you can elevate to a more plant-based diet and you're doing less harm. But you don't put the cart before the horse. You got to work on your spiritual development, uh, kind of before. And I'm not saying that's optimal for everyone. I'm a I'm a I'm a meat eating omnivore, but I eat super clean. And so, um, yeah, yeah, okay. eat clean. Here's what I tell my clients, and I have a playlist on on YouTube as well. It's the no diet diet, right? Eat whatever you want whenever you want, as long as it's clean food or real food, real food. And then I define real food in, 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 in my videos. And here's the other thing, your nutrition and movement axis, they're on the same managerial plane. So Dr. Happy and Dr. Quiet are on the same managerial plane. If you're not happy, it's time to get quiet. And, and Dr. Quiet is the chief physician, right? So anytime you've got big problems, slow down, meditate, contemplate, sleep, rest, do whatever it takes to let the, help the body and, and the mind rejuvenate. And then your movement and nutrition access are the same, right? So let your nutrition caloric intake be dictated by your movement. So if you need more nutrition, then eat it, but your body should efficiently use it. And so you should look like a svelte animal in the wild. That's the primal man. And so it, it's kind of a weird situation to be in right now with myself because I'm so 
I think my body's so efficient. So I can feel my ligaments, my tendons. You know, the cold water is extremely cold for me. Um, I feel my digestion. I finally cured my digestion. Here's the other thing. You want to see how your diet ideas are looking? Look in the toilet bowl, guys. Don't let this be a mystery, right? You mm-hmm. want the poopy policeman. You want a six-inch, you know, not too smelly, you know, firm, you know, log coming out of you a couple times a day. And look, it took me 25 years to get to that point. And I finally dialed it in. And now, you know, my abdominal wall shows. That's where you get the six-pack abs. You know, abs are made in the kitchen. So really fine-tune your diet and stay away from the diet dogma and the paradigms because you're not going to know if it works for you until you pull it off. And so those are the main parameters, hunter-gatherer, you want to understand that, and then go out and test stuff. If the only thing you can get is, you know, (laughs) soybean burgers and you're starving, your body might be intelligent enough to take what's useful, discard the rest. But if you're constantly throwing soybean and garbage in the – in the pie hole and gluten and bread and all these other things, you might fill up. You might contaminate yourself. You might block your colon, constipate your liver, constipate your kidneys, which will constipate your mind. And then it's grounds proliferation for cancer or any other disease to manifest. No problemo because you treated the body like a trash can. So that's why I specialize in cleanse and detox to help people raise their frequency and vibration. Clean out the tissues on a regular and constant basis. And so, um, yeah, we're doing four group cleanses in the beginning of the year. And so uh, we take hundreds of people each time through these cleanses. And I've been working with this uh, program for the last uh, seven years. And it's basically what I did for the last 30 years. It's a 10-day juice cleanse and then mixed in with superfoods around. So it's a 30-day transformation. And so – I've helped thousands and thousands of people with this program. Um, so yeah. How do you, how do you find that people? Yeah, absolutely. How, how do you find people respond to the detox when they do it? What, what kind of changes do you see in your clients? Well, the detox is great, but what most people say is the nutrition. It's so simple. It's so easy. It's so nutritious. We own farmland of volcanic ash beds, mineral-rich soil, heirloom seeds, and we've been doing this for 27 years, never had a product recall. So super high-quality stuff. People start putting these nutrients in their body, two scoops of water out the door, and it's about $8 a day. They're like, I don't have to think about my nutrition. That's what I was saying earlier. We have all these Epicurean delights, but when you're starving, whatever you can get down the neck and the body, and as long as it's you know high vibrational foods, think about it. I'm sitting in front of the National Forest here in Sedona, Arizona. We used to live out there. It was cold out there, right? What plants are available to eat? It's morning time. I'm hungry. We don't have whole foods in the store you can go down to. And so what, what, are, you, what are you going to eat? You could basically acorns, whatever you can mash up, gather, collect, and there's nutrition in that. Think about that. There is micronutrition in wild soil. You here's a newsflash: when you're eating super clean, you don't need as much calories. You need a much smaller amount. The body recognizes nutrition, the frequency and vibrations raise. And so once people witness that and they tell all their friends, and so luckily 
I've been trying to preach this for years, but people are now searching for this. And the food supply has got so contaminated, they taste our stuff and they're like, wow, I've never felt so alive in my life. Good. Okay. Keep going. Keep yeah. going. Keep going in that direction. Yeah. Because the other food supply, well, well we 70% of the American people are obese or overweight, morbidly obese these days for eating commercial food. Yeah. Just go to the South. No, you're, you're right. Yeah, no, you're right. And um, you even notice, I'll even notice it with, with juicing. Like if I, if I juice <coughs> a conventional carrot versus an organic carrot, um, what a difference in the taste, you know, and if oh, you eat huge. organic, yeah, you eat organic long enough and then you bite into a conventional apple after 10 years of eating organic, you're going to taste the difference. 100%. Yeah. And, and on the subject of organic, um, I heard you do a talk a few years back where you were talking about the USDA organic standard and how that's kind of sort of lowered in its standards so they could allow more farms in. And um, there's actually another standard that I think is in, is it Oregon or something like that, where it's a, a higher standard of food? Am I Am I accurate in that? Oh yeah, you're very accurate. So there's about I think there's about thirty or forty maybe uh, organic certifications out there. Quality Assurance is one of them. Uh, Oregon Tilth is another one. USDA Organic is there uh, as well. And you know you definitely want whatever stamp you can get. You want higher quality stuff. The final test of what the quality is is when you put it in your body. Yes or no. You know, yeah. you can you you can get that frequency and vibration when you have good nutrition. I just interviewed the guy for Living Fuel. I don't even think I don't know if his stuff is organic. I think it is, but he's been doing that for 17 years, and just a little bit of nutrients in people's bodies change. They change. Um, and so not everybody has the potential to juice. I've been juicing for 31 years. If I buy a juice now, I go to the store and get it. It's 45 minutes plus farmer's market time. And I used to love that. But with two kids, I don't got time for that. Bust out my champion juicer I had for 20 years. And up until just a few years ago, I was still juicing you know, daily. And then I just didn't have the time with the children. Uh, and then, And then the company I work with right now, provides it two scoops in water so i'll go buy a juice at, at 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 the health food store uh if i want one otherwise i'll just two scoops in water and out the door so i'm juicing every day and it doesn't take me 45 minutes to do it which is a big deal not everybody has that t- that level of time so we've made it convenient and efficient for people yeah that's the key i mean that time is a commodity these days and people just don't have that time to to do that extra do those extra steps juicing takes I, a minute <laughs> i'd say time is the only currency we have yeah no you're right um tell me about ice baths i know you're big on those do you do those every day no <laughs> uh i'm sure there's been a time i used to do them about three times a week when i was in venice and my my partner had had two ice baths at his house. I do, I do them, you know, three, four times a week. Um, ice baths and breath work are the cutting edge for mitochondrial function. So, and the yogis figured this out a long time ago, but I learned that at Dave Asprey's Bulletproof Conference last year. That's the cutting edge of mitochondrial function. Well, water's free, or cold bodies of water are pretty much free, um, or you can get some ice, and uh, and breath work's free. 
So those are the two things to optimize the human being. And when you turn on the mitochondrial, that's the you know 27 trillion cells that you have inside your body. When you have the minerals, the vitamins, the enzymes, the electricity can flow easily. You do a little bit of Qigong and you move out the electrical impedances in your brachial plexus and um, uh, hips, hip flexors. You start working the tissues, and then you can flow freely into your 80s and have high energy. And your sexual function. There's a news flash for you, as if your sexual function is pretty important. Think about that. And then look at the statistics in erectile dysfunction right now, right? Juxtapose yeah. that with where we're at. So you want your junk to work. You got to work yep. it. Yep. No, absolutely. Um, so... You know, stress is something that we all deal with. And um, what steps do you take to reduce stress when you feel pressure coming on just from day-to-day -day stuff? I know breath works a big part of your, uh, of your modality. Talk about that. What do you do to reduce stress when you feel it coming on? Sleep. You know, it's like, don't, we talked about this already. That's another reason why you don't mess around with your sleep. There's seven factors of stress. And I, I detail this, uh, in my, in my, in my book, um, there's seven factors of stress and we want to know because stress people cognitively associate stress with emotional outbursts. And that is the end result of stress that accumulates in the body. So stress summates. And if we don't have a way to off-gas that through exercise or uh, communion with nature, um, you know, et cetera, uh, relation, a good relationship. Um, so stress can accumulate in the body. Stress is, causes inflammation. Inflammation causes disease. Disease erodes dreams. So stress can erode dreams. So manage your stress wisely. And the big the three big unseen stressors that came from the industrial age are uh, electromagnetic frequencies and, and, and pollution, uh, chemical stress or pollution, toxic compounds from the industrial manufacturers, and then you have digital stress. So lots of research has been done already going from one interface to the next. It takes 20 minutes to focus the human brain. Thinking is catabolic. So thinking and your eyesight uses most of your energy in the body or a lot of energy in your body. And so if you're on these screens all the time, that's going to be a stress. And then going from the electromagnetic is a stress. It's an unseen stressor. And then going from one interface to the next, from email. I'm on social media with YouTube and Instagram and direct messages and Twitter and, and like my brain goes, I stopped doing email because I was just like, this, this is, so, oh, sorry. Excuse me. You can, it's all good, man. You can, you it's can all good. That. It's all good. Bleep that out. <laughs> so, 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 uh, yeah. So when you go from one interface to the next, it takes the, the mind 20 minutes to refocus. If you're writing copy or trying to elicit a response or you're doing sales or marketing, you know, you have to be super focused. And we're working from home right now. 
and so I call this digital stress. And then we're addicted too, because it's not just am I on it for business. I'm also whatever dopamine rush that I'm getting from communicating on their likes, comments, how well my yeah. communications are doing as well. I'm still part of that, even though I know that this is a stress, I use it as, as a catalyst to affect change in the world uh, that I want to see. And it's very effective in both. So two forces, again, yin, yang, we're balancing them constantly, right? So yeah. social media and digital communications is a stress. So I don't throw the baby out with the bathwater. I manage and mitigate it. After I'm done off the phone with you, my phones are on airplane mode all the time. I try and stay off of them unless I'm working. And if I'm working, boom, I'm, I'm on it. And then I like to get off of it. And so, uh, so these things are all stressors. You add to that, most people are, are working from home. The, the fiat currency money supply is totally jacked up. Uh, feminism creeped in. Not that women's, women's empowerment is bad or anything, but they wanted two people to pay into the tax structure. And lo and behold, now everybody's got to work. So who's watching the kids? So the stress levels just go higher and higher, financial stress. Um, and we just got to keep our eye on that. Be honest with ourselves. That's the thing. Most people will not question their cell phone usage. This is one of them right here. Woo-hoo. <laughs> <laughs> and, and so, look, I'm building a business. I have a global business. I do have somewhat of an excuse. Uh, and still, I practice what I preach. This thing is uh, on airplane mode right now, and yeah. it stays there most of the day, and it's 11-11, just in case you forgot. And so uh, so keeping the stress as low as possible, because if these are invisible stressors and we're not paying attention to them, it summates in the body, no, no matter if it's too hot outside or if it's too cold, which is thermal stress, whether... Uh, you know, you're, you're lifting weights and you got to go pick up the kids and you got to, you know, clean the house, right? Your stress summates. And if you're not aware of that and you didn't get good sleep and, and there's chemical stress and because there, there's pollution in the environment, just get behind a diesel truck. That's lead and cadmium. Look up and research how healthy that is for the human body, lead, cadmium, arsenic. And then, and then, and then you are breathing in that a certain level of that every day and your body's ability to detox that off or metabolize those elements before they get into your tissues. I say that people are breathing in the heavy metals and it's calcifying and the bioaccumulation of toxicity is accumulating in people's body. And if you have a blown out guts, if you have, if you're overweight, that means your liver, your kidneys and colon are constipated. And so, and your tissues are, and your cellular, your cognitive function, your gut microbiome, which is your second brain. And so it's all intertwined. So you want to clean up and purify that as much as possible and come back down to basics. That's why sleep's so important because you can solve a lot of these problems uh, with sleep. And uh, I also read a, a psychological report, seven out of the 10 best things you can do for mental health can be uh, done sharing a meal with friends and family, sharing an organic meal with friends and family. So get back to basics, guys. That's that's my message. Get back to nature, get back to basics, ground into the earth, get sunlight, get you know good clean water, get get the things that you need to build your own vitamin D res- reserve, reserves. They, vitamin D doesn't come in a pill, guys. <laughs> Hello? Right. Zinc doesn't yep. come in a pill. It comes in food. 
right? Yep. It comes in from your environment. So bring that nutrition into your environment. Raise your frequency and vibration. Become the change that you wish to see in the world. Stop complaining about Joe Biden and Donald Trump as if your life depended upon it. Take responsibility for your own life. Look in that mirror. Yep. That's that's definitely something that a lot of people are not doing. And you said something that really spoke to me, and it was overthinking in life. And I, I heard a, a natural health practitioner who treats a lot of patients say this, that, um, you know, if you're, if you're dealing with a chronic degenerative disease and you think too much, you got to stop thinking because well, that thinking is burning energy. Correct. And not to say that sit there and just do nothing, but, you know, just spend no, a lot I, of time I, on the internet and, no, and I researching. I recommend people get down with doing nothing. Yeah, I definitely do. Like try yeah. and go out into nature, go to the beach, and just give yourself permission to be, like do nothing. You're a human being, not a human yeah. doing. Yeah. You know, we're out there, do, 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 do. Try a little bit of dooby dooby do, right? Yep. Change yep. up the frequency and vibration. Yeah. You're not an automaton. You're programmed yeah. to be an automaton, but break free of that mental slavery. You are the person that can do that. Read Viktor Frankl. Read... Uh, Read Viktor Frankl, free your mind, really be, yep. have dominion over your own mind. Yep. And one, one other thing I wanted to ask you was, uh, exercise. What's your approach to exercise? You do resistance, you do cardio. What, what do you recommend for people to stay active? Keep moving, baby. I'm exercising right now. Keep moving keep moving this knee that's been giving me a little bit of challenges i've been sitting here for an hour and so the body needs to move the body needs to move a body of motion stays in motion so and do what you love it's just it's the same thing with the food you know eat when you're hungry eat real food with 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 movement it's just keep the body moving in various different ways walking's the best exercise if you really want to heal the body and you need some fine tuning, get into Qigong. I challenge you to 100 days. I have a new YouTube video up there with binaural beats, the happiness frequency. And so I just put it up. It's filmed in Arizona. It's, it's 30 minutes long. Um, it, it's 30 minutes long. I challenge you to 100 days. You only have to do 20 minutes of it. Your life will change forever. Those moves are so basic. You swing back and forth. You get your limbs moving. You do a couple of those moves. You do them for 100 days. Your life will change within 20 days. Just get that little electrical movement, electrical impedances out of your body by doing these gentle moves back and forth, moving your limbs, constantly moving your limbs, doing some hanging. Everyone at home should have a pull-up bar. My wife used to poo-poo it because we've moved so many times. She's like, yeah, you need this. I think she finally got rid of it when we moved to Arizona. But I'm going to go back down to Big Five and buy one for $35 or go to a Craigslist or a tag sale and get one and hang it there and hang because we used to brachiate, right? And our breathing apparatus is all right in here. And so we used to hang from trees or climb from trees, and we don't do that anymore. So hang for two minutes a day or a minute a day. And do assisted hanging first, like stand on your feet and just hang with half your body weight uh, and then get into it. Go into single arm if you can handle single arm. And so, and, you know, for the last five months, I haven't had a pull-up bar. I've done a little hanging at the calisthenics 
place here in Sedona. But the fact of the matter is I need to take my own medicine at 55 years old. I need a hanging bar. I need two minutes a day myself. And so just keep moving in all the various ways. You want to be able to get something over your head. You want to pick up your children. You want to tie your shoes. So, uh, yeah, I challenge you guys to 100 days of my Qigong. And that binaural beat video is up on YouTube right now, gifted for you guys. Cool. I'll, I'll make sure to put it in the show notes, man. Okay. Troy, thanks so much. We're out of time, but uh, I really appreciate you taking the time to speak with us. Um, I think your uh, your work and your life is an inspiration to a lot of people. And I applaud what you do, man. And I just I encourage you to keep it up. Well, thanks, man. It's uh, it's kind of weird. I'm being censored and being on the front lines. You know, haters and trolls, they give me a hard time. And so it's always good when a uh, brother ag- acknowledges my work. And so thank you. I'll carry on and uh, <laughs> keep, uh, keep, uh, keep moving on, baby. Cool, man. Thanks a lot. And that'll do it for this edition of the Natural Man Podcast. Check us out on Instagram at Natural Man Podcast. And uh, we hope that you'll join us next time. My name is Mike C. Until next time, stay healthy. This has been the Natural Man Podcast. Subscribe to our podcast for more episodes. The information contained in this podcast is for informational and educational purposes only and is not intended to be a substitute for medical advice of any kind or to diagnose and or treat any disease. Please consult a physician for personal medical advice. Always consult a physician or other qualified healthcare provider with any questions regarding a medical condition. Never substitute, disregard, or delay seeking professional medical advice or treatment because of something you've heard on the Natural Man Podcast. Hi, I'm Steve Yurko. And I'm Tara Sands. Now available from Maji Media is our new podcast, Four Kids Flashback. Four Kids is the company who brought you the English dub of Pokemon in the late 90s and so many other shows like Yu-Gi-Oh!, Shaman King, Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles, Kirby, the infamous One Piece dub, and so many more. We'll be talking to the people who worked at 4Kids. Actors, directors, writers, editors, producers, engineers, you get the point. And hopefully get the answers to questions both you and I have about the company. I actually worked there as a voice actor on some of the shows. And I was a kid watching the shows and remember way more than Tara does. And thank God for that. Steve is actually a professional storyboard artist, which gives some really unique insights into anime and animation. Subscribe today wherever you get your podcasts. That's the number four kids flashback. The Podcast Super Friends is a monthly meeting of five podcast producers. Hi, I'm Catherine O'Brien from Branch Out Programs in Baton Rouge, Louisiana. I'm John Gay from Jagged Detroit Podcasts. I'm Matt Kundle from the Sound Off Podcast Network. I'm David Yes from Pod 617, the Boston Podcast Network. And I'm Johnny Peterson from Straight Up Podcasts. Together, they form the Podcast Super Friends, an alliance of podcast masterminds sharing best practices, insights, and discussions to help make you a better podcaster. Follow or subscribe to the show on Apple Podcasts, Spotify, Google Podcasts, or at soundoff.network. Another Sound Off Media Company podcast.